Hey, Jessica. Oh, hey, Jeff. Oh, this is so good. I don't want to say anything. It's episode 116 of the Pinball Podcast. Yeah, it is. How how you feeling over there? I've got the spirit. That's right, you do. Let's just listen for a second. Let's not mess this up. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So we've made it to December. It's December 4th, 2017. And as mentioned, I don't know. It it crept right up on us, Um, as did all 116 of these episodes. So (laughs) we Uh, back on the mic. Yo. we, We are. It's been just about like a little over a year since uh i first did this show with you guys i know which i is remember crazy. it like it was yesteryear yeah so. anytime you want to stop holding my family hostage would be great well you said a lot of bad things about iron man on that show and <laughs> we've yet to resolve that so i'm just kidding tesla's right here with me i mean they've practically re-released iron man wait metallica whatever um, are we gonna are we gonna talk about that now? No, no. Are we gonna talk about so, it at all? <laughs> yeah, sure. We got a lot to talk about. So, um, before we get to what we've been doing in pinball, just since it's been so long, how you doing? I'm all right. You know, just like stuff at work is really busy right now. I've been pulling like ten to twelve hour days all the time. It's really frustrating, but I'm not gonna bore you with okay. all the details. Oh, the software made me stop playing that sound clip. What sound clip? I don't know. Hmm. Um. No, I'm sorry you're frustrated because this can be a stressful time of year and you have a lot going on. It can just be like time gets short and gets tight on you and then all of a sudden, bam, Christmas is here and you're not ready for it. But. Well, and then the weather's changing and you get all worn down. Like, are you still feeling sick? What's the I've, health update? I've, well, last show, if you remember, I was uh, muting coughs the whole time. Mm-hmm. Um I'm trying not to cough now because that lovely little cough I had turned into bronchitis, which is fun. Oh, boy. Yeah. So um, I've muted a few successfully already, and I'll be quick on the trigger. Promise, guys. So Excellent. Nice work. <sighs> yeah. Um, no, for reals, though. It's been a while for a few reasons. One, we had the Thanksgiving holiday and our normal record date. I was driving back from Oregon. Where when I totally visited to you, and we had a lot of fun, yeah. and pinball in Portland, and it was great. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't know that Eastern Oregon was a giant desert. That totally <laughs> surprised me. Um, well, surprise, and also um, thanks for coming to visit yeah. while you were in my state. I, I, I'm sorry, but here's the thing. I couldn't. <laughs> so cool. that's my reason. Okay. <laughs> um, 
yeah, Eastern Oregon was a desert and that surprised me. Uh, but I had a great time in Oregon, um, especially since we stayed in Central Oregon, which was gorgeous. And it was a fun trip, but it was not pinball related in any way, except for as I was walking past a bar, I looked in the window and I saw a family guy in the back. So it was 100% not pinball related. Well, I saw the family guy, though. I didn't go in and play it. Did you I look longingly it. at it? Did you I, I kind of did that thing where as I walked, my feet kept going forward. To, like wipe it. No, I didn't touch the glass, but I did the thing where I was walking and my head stayed in the same spot. So my neck just kept stretching as mm. my body kept moving forward. Yeah. I actually did want to run in and play it, but I had other things going on. Uh, but yeah, I was, I was Jessica adjacent for a little while there. <laughs> Um, that's, I, no, I mean, you, you weren't, Central Oregon is not super close to Portland. I, I mean, it's several hours of driving. So I understand that you were off in the middle of nowhere doing whatever the heck you do out there. Don't feel bad because you know who else I avoid visiting when I'm in their state? Nifty LED. That's right, because I prefer to visit them online at niftyled.com. At niftyled.com, I, and also you, can buy the finest LEDs for your pinball machine that range from cool white all the way through ultra cool purple. And you can put them in your inserts, your GI, your flashers, your spotlight bulbs, your back box, your start buttons, your flipper buttons. You know where else you can put them? Um, on Instagram after you perp that beautiful meteor out? Um, you can put them in a Christmas stocking for a friend of yours. That's right. And um, you can, you can use idea. them on your menorah uh-huh. to ensure um, long-lasting light. You know what? That's an underrated suggestion that you just gave right there. Um <laughs> But I feel like we're committing a hate crime if purple menorahs show up <laughs> across the world. So please don't do send, that. Please Use send warm white all bold. photos of your perped out menorahs to whatever our email address is. Do we have an email address? Uh, we haven't yeah, said it in a long time. It's pinballpodcast at gmail.com. Yeah, send us some mail. We'd like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and while you're on your computer, go over to niftyled.com, buy those bulbs, buy balls, buy... Uh, I didn't have any else started with B. Dang it. But, boxes but... and boxes of balls. Balls and bulbs. So that's enough about them for now. Okay. I'm sure we'll talk about them later. What else have you been up to aside from avoiding pinball on vacation? Well, my basement flooded again, so I pulled all of my pinball machines away from the wall, uh, making them almost impossible to play. Uh, That's been, yeah, that's been great. I don't understand what's going on there because it leaked when it just barely rained, and then 
a couple of days later, it rained really, really hard and it was bone dry. So it just doesn't make any sense at this point. And I'm frustrated with it. And I'm probably going to have to pay a lot of money for someone to come tear up my wall. And I don't know. Who knows what they're going to tell me. But that's next step. Uh, whatever. I've started this new thing, Jessica. Yes. What is the new thing? If I proclaim that I don't like a game mm-hmm. and I am adamant in my opinion that I don't like the game, say The Hobbit, right? Mm-hmm. I will obsess- obsessively um, play that game until I can get the grand champion score on it so I can be sure that I actually don't like the game and it's just not that I'm bad at the game. Does that make sense? Yeah, that makes sense. Okay. So I've grand championed some bad games lately. And uh, it's a really weird way to spend my pinball time. But I've been doing (laughs) some of that. Yes, The Hobbit was one of them in a game that lasted over an hour. Um, I put up like four and a half million points on it. And I got to battle of five armies on ball one and again on ball two. And ball three had just to let go because I was tired. I was sweating and I'd had enough. But um, I got the grand champion on all three models of Star Wars, Pro, Premium, and Elite. Okay. Opinion has not changed. We didn't rehash. Um, And I know there was a couple of others in there, but that's my new thing now. So I won't completely write off a game until I've at least done that. Stupid little thing. But I've been doing that. Oh, I like it. That's a good. That's a good way to approach it. Um, I was playing some pinball with my friend Dest at a place called Local Celebrity here. It's like a newer spot. Hadn't yeah. been there, um, so we went over there, and um, they have four, five pins. Um, one of them was Iron Man, and I was super not excited to play it because it's Iron Man. And we played, like, a crap ton of games on T3, which oh. was actually pretty fun. <laughs> I was like, dang, like, why is this game not anywhere, really? So that was pretty good. Um, there's it's kind of underrated, there. right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, there was a Pirates there, which is not good. Um, not that I hate the game or anything, but that particular one was not playing well at all. And then an awful Ghostbusters, like where Slimer doesn't register hits and balls fly all over the place. And, oh, right, Iron Man. And I still hate it. Okay. I tried. I tried. I gave in and I played two games on it. That's a lot of games. Right? Luckily, when I played, when I took that Hobbit score, it was on my first shot at it. I just went to it and said i'm gonna sit here for as long as this takes because that's a game that just doesn't end until you decide to like let it but um no i i admire your attempt to love iron man it's gonna happen um at some point and no you can't buy mine so forget it um yeah actually iron man did me dirty this last time in between recordings uh, so we had our big interconnected tournament series finale. 
um, Slap It is... finale. The Salt Lake Area Pinball's Interconnected Tournament. Okay, that's the full name of the tournament. Yep, Slap It's a lot easier to say, though. Uh, and I've heard about this. Yeah, I was actually mm. doing pretty well that night until like the last couple of rounds. But um, I'm not going to put anybody on blast, so I'm not going to mention where it was. I will mention that some of the games had some issues, like I played my ball three of Ghostbusters with the left flipper energized the entire time. So the flipper stayed up. <laughs> that was interesting. Um, I still took second in that group. Taken first. <laughs> I played a game of game of Thrones that was on old code and it bugged out and it wouldn't let me start a mode. So I couldn't start a battle. That was okay. super frustrating. Cause you cannot get points in that game. If you can't start battles. Um, so I played Blackwater Multiball without a battle, which was really productive for my score. Um, yeah. I didn't even give the option to like not battle. It just wouldn't do the thing where it would ask to choose a battle. Anyway, uh, that was kind of frustrating. I played Simpsons Pinball Party where the garage door wouldn't open. So again, kind of <laughs> hard to score on that game when I wouldn't do that. Um, and then Iron Man. So I have an Iron Man. I'm good at the game. And this particular Iron Man is pretty easy. It has closed down outlanes. And uh, the first time I played it in the night, I played it for a long time, put up a great score. Uh, the next time I played it, when it really counted, um, I was hovering around in the top four at the time, and I just needed a good score at that point. Wait, when uh, you say it has closed down outlanes. Like is this the, like the, the ball barely pinball pinball version of bumper bowling? Almost. So mm. the ball can still escape out the outlane, but it has to be like a perfect trajectory. Basically, it's either um, a center drain or you just did not nudge and it went out the side. Uh, but. I started uh, multi-ball on ball three. It was uh, uh, my second time around with the uh, Ironmonger. So you get a ball saver. And uh, this particular one has a, a generous ball saver. So anyway, I started the multi-ball. And a lot of times in Ironman, because it's so kind of crazy, I, I go ahead and let those first two balls uh, drain out and let them kick out and feed again so I can get a couple of clean shots off mm -hmm. and uh, it ball saver was flashing but the balls drained and they did not recycle or kick out and it ended my game while I just watched the uh, ball saver flash and I thought Jessica would love this situation right. but I was yeah I was kind of upset at that one um anyway okay, but you were was... also playing a game that basically had closed off that lane so doesn't it even out a little bit no because in a group of four people um that's just kind of sucky because i had everything set up and good to go i was excited about my ball it was just stupid I, now i've learned that ball saver or not just don't let the ball drain forget it especially if you're at a house where things are known to be goofy um code is old um things are set up wonky switches may not work um just 
don't do it. Never let a ball drain. There's no such thing as a skill drain in that situation. Um, I mean, I was even afraid to do things like where I know you could do stuff with play field validation just because I, I had complete, like, total lack of trust in those games anymore. So that was frustrating. Um, I was pretty bugged, and it reinforces my uh, thought that games. Iron Man's terrible? No. Games with oh. code that's not up. Games with code that aren't. Um, done 1.0 or higher. Uh, and a lot of these were, it's just, they were old versions of code, but that they shouldn't be using tournaments. Um, I'm getting tired of the rush to put a game into a tournament. That's not tournament ready. This, this didn't happen at this event, but like California extreme last year where ball saber didn't work on star Wars and it had some other issues and it was just cause the code was underbaked. And I saw someone asking today if they thought Guardians of the Galaxy is ready for tournament. And I was like, no, it's not 1.0 code. And someone's going to get screwed by it or someone's going to find an exploit. And I am like almost ready to say all EMs. That's it (laughs) for tournaments. Uh, (laughs) I've seen so many people. So anyway, um, I didn't finish as high as I wanted to. I finished in the money, whatever, but I was bugged. I was, I was just the same as the last time we played at that place. I was angry because what kind of ruling do you get if a game won't start a mode? I mean, what, what do you do? Um, I, 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 the ball saver is one thing is like, okay, whatever. You should never let a ball drain. That was my, under my control. I let it happen and dang, but I don't know. I was, I was frustrated. And so that's where we held the SES last year. I was adamant that we are not holding it there this year. And that's the last bit of what I've been doing is gearing up for SES. Um, trying to find a neutral location. Also one that's not going to be problematic and a new brewery opened up this last weekend in Salt Lake city and has um, some games on location and they have room for more. So we're going to hold it there and several people are going to bring games. So to kind of mitigate the whole home field advantage, everyone will bring um, if they're allowed, they want to bring one or two of their own games. That's great. And it should help cut down on wait times, make it all happy and fun. So So did you already know the, the operator there do they have games in other spots it's their only location um and we will be able to have full control of the venue the day of so while customers can still come into the brewery shop do whatever they want um drink at the bar um we'll have the game room on lockdown so okay excellent i'm excited for you work out yeah and always good I'm, I'm, yeah. So as the, the state rep, I thinking of passing that on next year, I don't know that I want to do it anymore. It's not the SCS itself or the IFPA or anything to do with that. I've been, um, it's not pinball burnout. Like I've been life overwhelmed and too much noise overwhelmed. And I've, uh, backed off from a lot of like, online time and just lots of different time investments. And it's just one of those things that 
someone can do as well or better than I can. So I think I'm ready to pass that off next year. So Nice. You've put a lot of work in, so it's uh, fair to share that around. Anyway, that's all my stuff. That was a lot of bummer stuff. Okay, um, so you brought yeah. up um, Cal Extreme. Yes. So I saw the unfortunate post about how it's the same weekend as Pinberg again this year. It is, so. which means I have a really tough decision. No, it means you have a very simple decision to make sure that you <laughs> register for Pinberg. Um, Soon. And, you know, I understand them saying that there was like no other option, but we have a lot of advance notice now to know that they're probably going to fall around the same time. So to try to move it to a different time, because I would <sighs> love to go and like get to experience it. But yep. I'm also never going to be willing to not go to Pinburg. So, because Pinburg is my absolute favorite pinball thing I've ever done. And it's been a different experience both the years that I've been there, and both of them have been amazing. And it's a time where I can see friends from literally all over the world and get to meet people that I only get to talk to online or like all that stuff in one place. And I just can't ever give that up. And it's, it's hard. Like I know there are a lot of events and I know that we're running into a lot of conflicts for schedules and stuff, but I would like to be able to go check stuff out. And they're both, I mean, obviously both very large shows and there's a huge split for people. I'm sure there are, you know, I've, I've read about it being kind of more aimed towards people who are in that area, but you can expand that and make it aimed towards not just people who are in that area because you have people who are wanting to go and be there and be a part of it. So I, I'm just hopeful that one day that conflict is able to be resolved and that I actually get to go check out Cal extreme. Yeah. Um, it's an awesome show. And I, I, yeah, my heart sank a little bit when I saw it again, I'm like, dang it, really? Yeah. Uh, and, and it does, you know, hurt the show to some degree as well. Cause there are a lot, it, it was one of the best, uh, Papa tournament, you know, events of the year. There were a lot of great players there and me. And then, um, <laughs> they're obviously all going to go to Pinburg, right? All the serious players. So it's a bummer. Yeah. I don't know. I just, I just wanted to make sure that you um, made the correct choice moving forward. Yeah, I've Once got my Pinburg um, eyes all set on Pinburg, of course. So just got to make that you happen. Separate, separate yeah, I have eyes for Pinburg. Mm. Well, last year I was a slow on the draw and I paid for it. Um, the only iffy part is that Pinburg is at the end of July and I am going to Alaska in August. So we'll see how much of, uh, you know, time is left over in my uh, schedule after this whole having a new child thing. That's that's easy stuff, though. So never mind. Never mind. Not an issue. Forget about it. Nope. Nope. You got this. <laughs> um, yeah. Oh, oh, last thing. One thing I did do of note. <laughs> I managed to grind out over two billion points on a Ghostbusters where... Slimer, um, actually Slimer worked, but the game bugged out and it wouldn't let me start modes. So I got, I got 2 billion points on a Ghostbusters where I couldn't start modes. That was excellent. I think that happened. So 
I can't even get 2 million points on it on ones where I can start modes. So there you go. Yeah, I had to do basically multi-balls. So. <laughs> well, right. good job there. I'm, I'm trailing behind. Although I did, um, I put up my best ever attack from our score um, at C-Bar. It was like 12.4. I was there playing games with my friend Justin and a bunch of Bells were there, which was really fun. Unexpectedly, it wasn't a Bells night specifically. Um, but I went into ball three with 267 million. Like I was having a terrible game and getting and really frustrated because it it's the yeah remake. And I was just like, Oh, like I can't get these shots down. Like it just feels different. It's weird. The and middle. then ball three, I was like, Oh, Oh, here are the, here are the shots. I found, <laughs> I found them. Everybody. I found these shots. They're um, over here now. Okay. <laughs> So while I was playing that, my friend who was there with me like goes and starts playing games with everyone else, and they've gone through several other games <laughs> before I'm done. I was like, "Thanks for being patient with me," but that was really cool. Um, I, I want to know. I don't know. Uh, sorry, is, is there a pinball dictionary term for that? For when it's like ball three and you blow up the game for 45 minutes while the rest of your group uh, either they have to make that like. Uh, etiquette decision that they stand by and watch you for a very, very long time or they float away and do other things. There's got to be a... Um, there's got to be. Because it happens so often. But if not, what are you see, doing, see, Steve? Steve probably know <laughs> because this is what happened when um, last year when I stopped in New York to visit my mom before going down to Pinburg, which I'm going to do again this year because it works out really well. And we went to the silver ball museum. Uh -huh. Literally he, we were playing dialed in and it was still super new and he would start playing it. And I would just walk down a row and play like <laughs> five, six, seven games and come back and check on him and he'd still be playing. And it was, one of those things where it's like, all right, I'm just going to be over here. Just flag me down when you're done, but I'll probably be back before you tell me. So I ain't mad, but I ain't staying. <laughs> right. It's I, and I know a lot of people don't like this, but I'm kind of a fan of going to play pinball with friends and then playing different machines. No, it's totally cool. Yeah. Like it shows all the time. Odd. I don't, I don't know. Like, I feel like when people are like, hey, you want to play a game together? I'm like, I'm just going to play this one right here next to you. They're like, oh. I'm like, I don't mean it like I don't want to spend time with you. I just feel like I'm playing, I'm spending better quality time with you when we're both having fun playing. And I do enjoy playing with other people and playing games and doing dollar games and that kind of stuff. It's super fun. But sometimes I'm like, mm, let's just play games together without being on the same machine. And I never feel like that's received well. I actually like playing side by side um, just as much as I like playing with people. So, because you can you can talk and you're both kind of just playing and talking. I don't know. It's totally a fine way to enjoy pinball. I'm with you on this. All right, well, I'm gonna keep keep on keeping on. Yeah, you do you. Here agrees with me. Yeah, my opinion's worth a lot. So take that yeah but it's, it's in central oregon currency it's not it doesn't transfer well in portland the exchange rate's terrible hmm sorry, sorry. <laughs> clearly i made a huge oh, mistake clearly 
but I always do. So, well, at least you're consistent. That's true. You know what you're gonna get. <laughs> um, was that it? Was there more stuff? You did a lot of stuff. I'm proud of you. Yeah, I, it's actually just because it's been a long time. But no, I've <laughs> I, I've I've done well. I've played on location. I've played at people's houses. Um, I've played The Hobbit. So I mean, yeah. I'm sorry that you went through that, but um, good job. Okay, I've giggled a lot at Bobbly Bow. So we'll talk about that a little bit more later, but I had, I had, I found it humorous. So (laughs) it was, man, it was something. Um, okay. I did a lot of stuff. I'm sure. And I'm sure I don't remember a lot of the things I did. Um, so we had a CFF meeting at Clinton street here in town and that was super fun. Um, I, let's see, checked out Billy Ray's, which is a spot that's like not terribly far from my house. And I haven't been there for however, like whatever reason it's, it's on kind of like a main drag that you, I just go past it a bunch. Yeah. Um, but I did finally go with a friend of mine. We stopped in and I had um, some really excellent games on Attack from Mars, like in a row. I was knocking out like two, three, four, and then up to nine billion point games on it. And it's like an older one and slightly, slightly off kilter, like leaning just a little <laughs> bit. But once I got a handle on how it was leaning, I was just, you know, replay after replay, which was really, it felt really good. Um, so that was, that was very fun. And we spent a lot of time um, playing Walking Dead, which isn't a machine I spend a lot of time playing, um, but I kind of um, wanted to give it another go with someone who's really good at it, like consistently incredibly good. And um, I was definitely making progress from where I was before. So by the end, of course, I was still having like really uh, terrible, unfortunate balls or games of it. Um, but over the course of the couple of hours that we were there, I put up some nicer scores, especially towards the end once I started to get a feel for the table. So, um, yeah, that, and- that's one of those games. If you don't know what's going on, it's almost impossible to do well. It, it just, it's so hard. You can't just flail and do well. Ah, I feel yeah. Like yeah. So I, you know, explained, to my friend, like I absorb literally, like I absorb information in very small pieces. <laughs> so when I play a new machine, I only want to know two things about it. Then the as I get it. comfortable, right. If I get comfortable with that, but no, that's not at all. Like, um, my friend was like really helpful in terms of me saying, this is what I feel most comfortable hitting on this. How do you strategize after that? Which, helped me to be able to do it on my terms instead of trying to conform to fit the standard advice that everybody gets on a game. So um, I really enjoyed that. And I think I'm going to incorporate some of that into bells, even though I wasn't thinking about it like that at the time Um, asking people, you know, all right, what do you feel good hitting on this machine? 
or, you know, what types of shots do you feel most comfortable with? And then being able to help people build strategies out of that, I think will be pretty interesting. So, um, but that's not going to be this week at Bells because this week at Bells, I am doing a white elephant challenge. And I'm pretty excited. So last year for Bells, the meeting that we had um, before Christmas, we did a, um, I went to the dollar store and bought a ton of stuff. Just like any weird random kind of cool things that I could find in the dollar store. I wrapped everything and then each present got a little tag on it. And the tag was like a challenge that you had to complete. Okay. Um, And on some of the harder ones, in addition to whatever the dollar store thing was, I hid like little drink coupons or like free pizza slices from sizzle pie. They're like one of our ongoing sponsors and stuff like that. So, um, you know, if you were going to do something that was more challenging, your present would be more rewarding. And basically you could try as many times during the night as you wanted for the present that you picked. If you, weren't getting the hang of whatever the thing was. I had enough where people could bring it back to the table and put it down and pick up a new one and go. And then once everyone had opened a gift, then I opened like the rest of the stuff on the table. Like, like, okay, if you guys want to try for a second one, then you can go through and do this. So I'm doing it differently than the gift grab that we did last year. Um, so everyone who (laughs) shows up, I'm going to have them pull a number Um, and then those numbers are the order in which they're going to choose presents. So the first person's going to pick a present and then, um, pick basically, I'm going to have like one set of numbers and then I'm going to have one set of reach in the bag and pick a task, like something to do on a machine. So then they have to complete the thing to be able to open the present. That's cool. Um, Yeah. And then the second person in line um, gets a chance to steal or to open a present of their own. So basically I'm going to have like three sets of little slips of paper that people are going to reach into um, cups and choose out of. So your number for order, um, your challenge, if you want to open a present. And then the third one will be, if you want to steal a present from someone, you reach into the challenge bag and pull out a challenge so basically it'll be something that you need to complete like first person to multi-ball or whatever it is and the person who you challenge gets to pick from i'm going to list the machines that that challenge is applicable to and then the person you're challenging gets to choose which machine you do the challenge on that sounds like a blast yeah i'm super excited it sounds really complicated when i say it out loud (laughs) it'll Um, be fine also when I wrote it down, but I feel like it's going to be fun. Um, and also something that everyone can kind of be involved in, but also maybe playing a couple other games while that the challenge stuff is going on. And, um, yeah, it should be a fun time. I'm pretty excited for it. Um, and I have to say like last year, gift grab dollar store, that's one thing, but I have like actual legit presents this year. So there's going to be some really good stuff and I'm super excited for it. And I think I got way too many things, but I'd rather have that and give people a better chance at getting stuff than, uh, than not. So for sure. Yeah. That would be, that'll be cool. You will definitely yeah. have to let me know how that goes too late for me to do my own, but next year. 
<laughs> oh, well, you know, I just came up with that because I've got plenty of time this week. What with me throwing another pinball prom in Seattle on Friday and everything. <laughs> oh, yeah. You're, you got plenty oh. of time. Oh my gosh. I don't want to hear it. So, <laughs> Friday straight from work. <laughs> Sorry, I'm heading up to Seattle for Pinball Prom, Seattle edition. Um, I'm really excited. It's going to be a crazy day with me hustling up there and getting everything ready. Um, so if you are in the Seattle area or if you know someone who is this Friday, um, we're doing Pinball Prom at Flip Flip Ding Ding in Georgetown. It is my absolute favorite place to play pinball in the city of Seattle. Um, and it's going to be great. So fancy dress split flipper charity tournament, uh, benefiting best friends, animal society. So i uh, going to continue the fundraising efforts for them. I'll post the link on our Facebook page too. If you can't make it out, but wanted to support the cause. Um, I have a page that kind of goes directly to the best friends animal society, but does, um, kind of link it through the pinball prom. So it'll go towards our total, um, fundraiser amount so very very excited i've got some good prizes and stuff for that too for the raffle all for the fur babies yay yay um i don't know i got sick since like when we were on our little break um we were on a break oh we were on a break (laughs) i went to disneyland with my mom She's been wanting me to come out for Christmas and I don't really do holidays usually um, in that fashion. Like Portland to New York in winter, like I don't know if I'm ever going to get back here. So um, my mom was snowed in for a couple weeks last year. Can't take a chance to not be back here and poor Tesla. So I can't really go there, but she still wanted to do Christmas and she's been wanting to do Disney so a coworker of mine is like, you know, Disney puts their Christmas decorations up in November. Yeah. So we That's used when to we do went. Disney. Yeah. We used to do Disney World when I was a kid all the time because it was so close to New York to Florida. It was really easy. Um Man, Disneyland is a whole different beast. It's like in the it's like in a city. You're across from a mall. It's just so strange. <laughs> yeah. Disney World is on its own, like it might as well be its own city because you have to, it's a destination. You really have to like drive to get there. But um, this was totally different. We did Universal and we did Disneyland. And I bring up Disneyland because I went to the Indiana Jones gift shop to play the Indiana Jones pinball machine. I'm walking around like every corner of the gift shop and cannot find this pin. I'm like, did they take it out? Is it being serviced? Like what's going on? So finally, and my mom's just like, what are you looking for? I was like, this is important. I found a change machine, but no pinball. I was like, something's very wrong. So I go and ask someone and they have no idea what I'm talking about. Well, balls. And then I found someone else asked him and he was like, Oh yeah, it's all the way down at the other end of the store. So I walk back. I've been to the end of the store. I walk back to the end of the store. I'm looking around. I was like, okay, either I'm completely going blind and need like a whole new set of glasses or this guy doesn't know what he's talking about. The machine's not here. So then I find someone else on that end of the store and ask. And she was like, oh, it's like two doors down from here. <laughs> Just keep moving it on you. 
I was like, wait, what? Yeah, because past the store itself, there's like a little food area for like grab and go. It's like juice and bags of chips or like, it's like little stuff. It's not like a restaurant. So I guess they consider that part of the store, Kinda. but it's like tables and st- I was so confused. <laughs> so then I had to like squeeze in on this machine and like ask the people who were sitting at the table next to it, having a snack if they could scoot their chair over. So I didn't hit them in the back of the head when I was flipping. Um, that machine, the guy who, who originally told me it was there, he was like, good luck. And I was like, Oh man, it must be in great shape. It actually wasn't in bad shape, but it was set to four balls. Yeah, which that's was weird. unexpected. Yeah, after it went past ball three and then gave me another ball, I was like, "Oh, it's set to five ball. That's weird." And then after that ball, it ended, and I was like, "Huh? Okay." <laughs> um, through the magic of Disney, I get an extra ball automatically every game. Um, and then there was this little kid who came over and was watching me, and I'm. I'm not a, I don't do kids. So it was a little strange for me to have the small child there and not be like, please leave. Um, but this is Disney and I need to be nice. And my mom really likes little kids. So my mom's like encouraging him. The to child be is there. welcome. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like mentally willing him to not be there. Um, and I like got a couple replays off it. And I was like, all right, this kid's like now encroaching. And then like the little kid's brother came by and was like trying to go under my arm. And I was like, this is too much for me. I cannot handle this. So I told the one kid who'd been watching, I was like, well, I was like, I've got a couple of free games on here. If you're allowed to play it, I don't know, maybe his family is religiously against pinball. Uh, Then you're welcome to it. He's like, oh, I know. Okay. (laughs) I was like, cool. Smart ass little kid. That's uh." I like you a little bit more now. So, um, like, I heard him as I was finishing, like, my last game. Um, I'm guessing it was his mom. Could have been another familiar relation. Um, he was, at, like, telling her. She's like, let's go. And he's like, I want to play the game. And she's like, I don't have any quarters. So I turned around and I was like, actually, I left some credits on here for him. And she just gives me this look. Yeah. Like, I didn't yeah. want to be here. And I'm just like, welp. It's Disney. Your kids should be having a good time. And you you shouldn't be like, no, we need to leave Disney and not do the thing you want to do. Just indulge him. So he ended up getting my credits. See, that's awesome. Burned cause... through them in like 30 seconds. Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> but still. Yeah. You turned him loose on it. And... <laughs> so when I played that one, um, it. Uh, it was kind of slow because they don't set it up very steep, but um, I was absolutely destroying the game and I'm sitting there playing it and I turn and look and the lady who works in the gift shop was taking pictures and it was really weird. She's like, sometimes we post pictures I'm like to where um, right. cause, cause I, was ha- I had a high score. So she was kind of behind me and trying getting back like, the score in the picture as well, but it was a really weird thing. I realized in the moment, like I'm at Disneyland playing Indiana Jones pinball and an employee is taking pictures of me and they're going to put the pictures. I don't know where. So I ended up bailing after ball three and I did notice the fourth <laughs> ball, but um, we had to get on the ride. So, but yeah, it's cool. It looks neat with the custom cabinet and everything. 
Okay, so this is the other thing. Indiana Jones at Disney World is like a stunt spectacular. Indiana Jones at Disneyland is a ride. Yes. It's a cool ride. I have no idea. Oh, yeah, that was a weird... We didn't know what to expect. And then we got in there and they were like, um, what do all these signs mean? Like, it's just... You know, there are roller coaster warnings and then there are roller coaster warnings. And I was like, I was not expecting this. And I think it was just that we went into it not even knowing it was a ride, that the ride itself was like, um, very odd. It's a little bit intense if you don't know. So, yeah, but it was fun still. Um, My still my favorite forever and ever and always is. It's a small world. I actually did get. from like the there was a sale at like the Disney dress shop and I got a small world dress that was uh, my grandpa used to sing the small world theme song uh the entire ride yeah I won't go on start to finish I won't do it full time um so we have to go on it like in honor of him and like the things that he you know he would take situations that we find annoying and make them charming um so a lot of my memories about Disney ride to him, which is good. It's still um, Hyperspace Mountain, though, right? No. Oh, they okay, changed it back. Yeah. Let's go back. Let's go back for a second to Small World because then I was like, okay, well, it's not going to be the Small World song anymore because it's Christmas, so it's going to be like Christmas songs. And I was like, this is the perfect opportunity for Disney to introduce all these different like religious you know like holidays from different cultures all over the place like this could actually be kind of cool no no every single room every country that was represented every group of people were all singing christmas songs holiday tunes i was like but (laughs) yeah i missed opportunity right i'm like uh i don't think that this is entirely uh, all right so I just had to kind of give in at a certain point, just be like, well, this is... It could have been worse. They could have all been singing like Mele Kaliki Maka the whole time or something like that. So. Oh, I made my mom go into the tiki room for the first time. She hates birds. Oh, um, it's all since birds. Since we were a kid, she did not want to go in there. But uh, Dull Pineapple Whip is like one of my favorite things to put in my face on the planet. And yeah. so we were sitting and had got like some Dole Whip floats <laughs> the doors open and they're like the next tiki bird show is starting i was like let's do it let's go and she was just like oh my god and then when it started up i think i saw it once in disney like disney world when i was a kid and i don't know if it's a different show or whatever but this is 100 not what i remembered and we were just looking at each other like what the hell have we walked in i just i just that remember so weird. over and over the tiki 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 room and it's just like Oh, yeah, the songs. Yeah. But there were, like, kids running around dancing, and it was, like, this weird show kind of Man, I don't remember it being like that, but there you go. So I did that. It is no longer Hyperspace Mountain. Um, It is... um, They did the Christmas, Nightmare Before Christmas Haunted Mansion. that's cool. Which was really great. Yeah, I love that. Um, They did a fantastic job with it. And oh my gosh, I want all of the wrapping paper. I want all all of the oh, wrapping yeah, paper. Oh yeah. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. You fabulous. You probably can't get it though. I'm guessing somebody had to have made a version of it, right? I don't know, maybe. They're just not allowed to call it uh <laughs> what it is. I don't I have to look. I honestly have not looked. 
um, at it to be able to tell you one way or the other. But um, I don't know. I had a good time doing that. Um, my mom did really well because most of the lines are outside. My mom gets claustrophobic. So the worst part about Disney World is she can't, like, can't stand on the lines right. because she freaks out. Um, but most of the stuff in California is like the lines are outside. So we were totally good. Went on a bunch of stuff. Went on Space Mountain probably a dozen times over the three days <laughs> that we were there. Two and a half days. I love It's my favorite ride. And when we got there, it was totally different than the one in Florida. Because this is two seats wide. And it's all single file in Florida. And then the ride itself is different. The music and stuff is different. They had changed it back right before we went from Hyperspace Mountain, I guess when they started working on the whole Star Wars, Star Wars area of Disneyland, um, they're going to just direct all of the Star Wars stuff to that spot. So they changed it back to the original Space Mountain. Okay. And the music for the original Space Mountain, it's like, you know, if Get Smart and Lost in Space like had a baby. So it sounds like by movie sort of theme music, like a little James Bondy, but mixed with like outer space. Oh, man, I'd kill for a get smart pin. <laughs> that would be pretty great. Um, yeah, but I fell in love with it again, like in a different form. And I listened to the Space Mountain theme song every morning. <laughs> You're still on it's that really high. Good. Still riding that Disney high. Very cool. I just got total. Oh, right. Pinball. We're talking about pinball. Kind of. Uh, kind of. Sort of, I guess. Yeah. So I was out of town and I got sick at Disney. Thanks, small children who don't wash hands. And um, I GC'd my Sea Witch. I hadn't played any pinball for a while while I was knocked out. And I was like, I really want to play. I had like one very terrible game of Sea Witch. And I was like, I should just lay down again. And I was like, no, no, no. I'm going to play um and i gc'd it Woo! so that was super fun um my friend tj from san francisco was in town and he came by and the problem with my theater where the left magic wand magnet wasn't grabbing the ball that's been like that for what like two and a half years 30 seconds he walks out to his car gets a new fuse packs <laughs> pops it in done it's working so you're like all right well yeah you would have been the first person in the world that actually says it's just a fuse that really would have meant it's just a fuse. It's just a fuse. Yeah. <laughs> so I had people suggesting all kinds of stuff, but none of it was check the fuse. <laughs> so uh, I was very grateful to have him be able to come and do that. Um, and then, oh, did you listen to the latest, uh, this flipping podcast episode? Um, the one that was like a couple days ago. Yeah. I've downloaded it. I haven't listened to it yet. Okay. Well, they... Should I spoil it for you? Uh, no. I'm going to let you listen to it. We can talk okay. about it next time. Okay. Um, okay. I Let's see. Tomorrow is Tuesday. Um, and Tuesday's my This Flippin' Podcast listening day. Mm. Generally, I have a lot of podcasts that back up over the weekend and on Monday. So I power through those. And then I like to listen to their show while I drive and at lunch because when I listen at work, I miss with divided attention. And I wouldn't do that to Taylor or Tommy. Oh. 
Okay. Well, well I might do it to Tommy. I, I don't know about Taylor, though. <laughs> I feel like this is, like, a timely thing for me to mention. So you should just, like, mute yourself. Like, mute me. Take your headphones out. Uh, it's okay. I don't mind the spoiling. I'll, I'll listen to the real deal anyway. Okay. Unless well, if anyone has not listened. <laughs> do it yet it's not really a spoiler unless kind of thing it's just me unless your spoiler is them spoiling like the finale to the punisher or something like that i think people will be cool with it all right so if you really don't want to hear me talk about uh what's wrong with their holiday gift guide then just tur- turn the volume down for a second because they went through and they'd gone on their facebook page and requested like ask people what they would want to get or what they would give someone like a pinball related gift, which they've done before. Right. And I think it's kind of a cool um, little segment that they do. It's and fun. there were some good ideas in there. Um, but then Tommy said something about like Axe body spray. And I was like, I, because my friend Carl had suggested like something like soap deodorant, something, something. And then Tommy was like, yeah, you just uh, give everyone a can of Axe. This is not the way to make things better, but this is the way uh, if any guys out there legitimately do not want women in their pinball space, that's a real quick way to get us out is just spray it yourself down with axe and just like hand it out to all of the uh, players at a major tournament. If all those people walk in with axe body spray, I am out of there so fast. It's like a can of raid for Jess. Um, what would you prefer though? Would you prefer unsprayed BO or like, what do you, what do you prefer? prefer Oniony garlic smell or, um, no, but then you're just mixing it with some like artificially musky garbage. I don't know. Like (laughs) Axe is so gross. Aside, I'm pretty allergic to like perfumey things, but like, you know, like a nice subtle old spicy kind of thing let's not uh get crazy here yeah. uh with axe body spray because yeah. that's just not i can't i can't get with that i i can't handle sprays and stuff as an asthmatic it closes my throat up and i die so no it just makes me uncomfortable um emotionally and physically a lot of things make me uncomfortable no not a lot of things make me uncomfortable actually you're the sensitive one I'm very sensitive, right? Uh, <laughs> um, I almost died. It was not due to body spray. Uh, it was due to apple cider vinegar. Like you were drinking it or something? Yeah, we went to, uh, it's called the Portland Night Market. And it's like 200 local, yeah. you know. I saw your business. post. So basically, yeah, it's it's booze and food and uh, things you don't cards need. Cards and whatever. Things that people make that you may want to buy as a gift for someone or a bunch of crap that you don't actually need but want to buy for yourself. Right. So I got some really good salsa there. And next to the woman who made this really good salsa, there was a uh, drinking vinegar booth. And <laughs> I'll do drinking vinegar. Like I mix it with soda water and it's pretty good there's a certain kind i get that i like it's pineapple and delicious so this woman who was working the booth she's pouring these like tiny little taster things she was pouring a row of them for the people who were talking to her and she hands me one so i was like okay thank you and we like start to walk away from the booth and i like go to sip it 
and my throat closed up and like my chest tightened. I could not breathe and I couldn't like speak. And I didn't know in my head. I was like, how do I tell someone I'm about to die? Um, Because I had no idea what to do. My friend turned around and saw me and he was like, your eyes were so big and there were just tears streaming down your face. And he's like, I was starting to look around to be like, where can I get help? So after like what felt like forever, but could have just been like 30 seconds, uh, I was finally able to take a little bit of a breath, but then it was like really shallow. So we went and found a wall to lean against. And I'm just like, I don't know what just happened. It was really scary. Uh, Yeah, that's not a good way to feel. I'm sorry. Yeah, so um, anyone who's considering buying me some apple cider vinegar, please don't. I would hate to waste it. Yeah, that doesn't... On killing me. (laughs) That's also a terrible way to go. Like, (laughs) that would be the worst obituary. Like... Yeah, that's that's a pretty Portlandy obituary. It is I mean, actually. It would have fit right if in. If I, yeah. <laughs> oh. Um. Yeah. I don't know. And then I got a Christmas tree for the first time in a really long time. My friend Peter and I went yesterday. He helped me pick it out, and he whistled Christmas songs. I'm, I am one hundred percent atheist, but I really enjoy the ritual of the thing. And what got me was my friend was talking about the smell of the tree in her house. And I haven't had that in like a decade. So, Oh, pine trees are the best. So Eastern Oregon has a lot of juniper and it is pungent. (laughs) It's it's a manageable amount of juniper and it was quite nice, but Eastern was overwhelming. Um, But I put a tilt cycle ornament on the tree because I had one of those. I have like four ornaments. That's one of them. You'll get more. Um, and then you'll be one of those crazy ladies that hoards them at some point. Um, I don't think that's going to be a thing. Okay. I got, okay. I, no, yeah. you're right. It definitely won't happen to you. Well, my I'm doing, I don't know. When I have Sea Witch on in the living room and all the other lights are off. I really like the light that it casts because it looks kind of oceany to me. So when I bought lights, I got like blue and white lights that would kind of amplify that, if you will. Sure. Um, and then I have like a seahorse ornament and some starfish and stuff like that. So it's going to be an underwater tree. <laughs> it's, it's a theme and you've done well. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. I saw it look nice um, and got an owl in there. I, I did. I found that owl. I don't I have no idea where it came from or when it got there, but I'm getting the garage ready to move the pins out there and I'm reorganizing stuff. So I was like, I need to make this work and found an owl that's now <laughs> sitting in my tree. Well, owls belong in trees, so that's yeah, that's great. Works out well. Well, we've done some things. We'll get because the holidays are not busy, I foresee some more regular podcasting and regular pinball playing, right? Sure. And we're not busy <laughs> with work at all. Oh, God. When is that going to happen? Can that happen now? Mm, man. 
we're sur- we're in survival mode right now, but it's all it's all good. <laughs> all right. Um. So one thing that was kind of a nice little mercy, though, is that in all of our time away, a few things did happen, but nothing gigantic, I guess. Um, aside from the Guardians of the Galaxy being shown, I guess that's kind of big. But uh, right. The nice thing is, is that I think we were our schedule would have had us recording before the greatest thing that happened in Pinball 2017 happened. And that was the first code update that added callouts to the game. So um, I have to bring it up because it's the, it is seriously is the best thing that happened all year. Um, <laughs> so Guardians of the Galaxy, I think they had, they'd showed it. We talked about, you know, the layout or whatever. And then gameplay video came out and the de- the dead flip stream came out and, Initially, there were just it was just music. There was no speech at all going on, or no callouts of any kind. And then the first code update came out and added that. And at that time, everyone found out that there were no sounds from the movie um, allowed, so they had to re-record and recreate um, movie quotes with actors. And um, at this point. It sounds like that's all they've done. I didn't hear anything that like indicated shots, like shoot the left loop or lock is lit or any of that stuff. Um, I'm sure that's coming because right now it sounds like pure craziness, just movie quotes playing constantly. But um, yeah, so this one has to be my favorite and I just want to play it. I'm sure everyone's heard it by now because it was like the running meme in pinball for a week and a half. But uh, this is special, so... Here we go. The high-end community is a bubbly bow, a wobbly bobo. The high-end community is a bubbly bobo. They don't know the bubbly The collective community is high. Oh bubbly Are you asking me to reveal my So the mode repeats that a lot. And yep. um Yeah, that's a thing. So bubbly is now part of the pinball lexicon. I don't know what it means or proper usage of it, <laughs> but I think it's a good way to end an argument. If you're sick of fighting with someone and they're just speaking nonsense, like give me your thoughts on Iron Man. Okay. Um, I, I, I really don't like it. And you know, I'm not going to talk about it long enough for you to play the clip. I don't know why you even anyway that's i believe the correct usage that um yeah i have to think that kind of like um the horse sounds in mustang i don't know if you remember that but mustang's early code had little horse whinnies how would you call it um yeah that got taken out i never heard it so i'm guessing that i just did not uh imagine how fun that was Play it at that point. Yeah. <laughs> it sounds great. Um, so I don't know. It, it could stay in. Who knows? Maybe the frequency really reduced a little bit. Please. Um, but yeah, so two songs are in the game, Hooked on a Feeling and Cherry Bomb. Um, and then there's four just orchestral tracks from the movie. Um that's the Guardians of the Galaxy update, but I I seriously was laughing at that Bobo Lee Bobo. All 
the day it was shown because it just came so out of left field. Like nobody could really process that that was real and actually <laughs> happening. Um, Pinside flip, flipped out as expected, uh, but it was fun. All right. Uh, as far as the game itself, everyone says, yeah, it's like playing Metallica tight shots uh, that when you hit them, they flow real nice. And there's not a lot of code there at this point. So jury is so still. So you haven't played oh, it. Not yet. Um, you sent me that link to the Twitch stream. Which one was that? Or, um... The Pinball and Desirables stream where he was right after the code is released. Um, he just loaded up and started playing it. And the world found out about Bobbly Bo. Okay, so my favorite part of that video is when he keeps looking back at the woman who's sitting on the couch behind him, and she just doesn't even like blink or look up or anything. <laughs> and it's just like, wait, does she not? And he and he keeps looking back every time it happens. Like looks at her, like, do you hear it? Do you hear it? And like, still no reaction. And I'm like, how long can this go on without her acknowledging that this crazy thing is happening? Like five feet away from her and then finally he's like do you hear that and she was like is that the game and when she said that i'm like i don't know what what their relationship is or what this guy's like (laughs) in his normal life but the way that she said it made it seem like that would be a totally normal thing that she would expect for him to say over and over (laughs) again while he was playing i was just like huh this is this is fun. Well, I have no idea what's uh, happening. To be fair, he did start saying it over and over in the stream. So he did. Oh yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, I, I saw some pretty, pretty funny comments, uh, like people on Pinside saying, "Yeah, I would sat down to watch the stream, and I normally just watch my phone, but I put it up on the TV, and my wife says we can't have that game in our house now." <laughs> um, <laughs> so my kids thought it was hilarious. Um, All right. And they started using in the correct manner where they were cutting me off with it. And I (laughs) wanted to go Homer Simpson, uh, Bart Simpson choke on them, but I did not. Uh, Yes, my five-year-old doing that to me. It's don't have a bobbly bow, man. It's it's more funny to the outside world than here in my house. Believe me that. But uh, yeah, my wife was not too impressed by that. And she had a lot of questions on how that happened. But uh, <laughs> I just want to see a situation where it's set up in a bar and maybe turned up a little too loud. And someone's playing that mode. And it and the guy at the end of the bar is sitting there and he hears that going on behind his head. There's going to be a fight because oh, he's going to turn around and say, can you turn that off? And someone will say, absolutely not. I just dropped a dollar into this thing. <laughs> and there'll be words. And... Oh, it's so good. By good, I mean horrible. Fisticuffs. Um, so I actually got to play it. It's at, well, it's at a bunch of locations oh, here. Cool. But yeah, we went to go play it at Quarter World um, after the night market. So me and my friend Heather and um, our friend James, we all headed over there to get some games in. And I had seen the clip and knew about it. So I chose the <laughs> mode where it would happen. Yeah. But the arcade was so loud that you couldn't even hear it. Um, so I had to like play it for them so then they would know like what to listen for. And then they could tell that it was playing all the time, but you couldn't, you just couldn't hear it. So it took away some of the uh, 
the impact. being able to annoy other people, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> which I was super into. Um, but the pinball gods did not Aww. want for me to. Uh, good, good to reason to have headphones. <laughs> oh my gosh! Um, so yeah, it was interesting. Like the first game, I was like, "All right, we'll just try to get a feel for things," um, without really having any idea. You know, what does this mode do, or what am I actually shooting for here? And the game, like you said, it was not super helpful in telling me what I needed to be doing. Um, got the group multiball was fun. Um, the first time around, and it starts with the you know, lock three balls and it releases three. Right. But there are good like there's good magnet placement. So even though they all come out at you at once, the magnets grab them and send them like twisting in different directions. So that was actually pretty great. Um, to you know keeps you on your toes but it looks good when you're playing um and then the second time around that you get into it you lock four to get the multi-ball bigger but there's like an orb multi-ball and you have to like drop a target a couple times then get it behind it so after i drop the targets a couple times it lights orb multi-ball so i'm thinking cool i get it in there and then it's probably like a two ball multi-ball no no that's just orb number one but there's nothing like under Groot, it tells you one, two, three, four for your locks. There's nothing near the orb bit. So I was like, why would it just light and say orb multiball, but not actually be ready for the. Uh. So it was just like trying to figure it out and trying to yeah. figure out shots. But it, it shot fun. Um, we played probably seven or eight games on it. Right. Um, just trying to get a feel for it but yeah i mean i would play it again i would i would choose to play that over um star wars i right now you know i looking at have no desire to play star wars though i do want to play guardians of the galaxy so yeah um so you know still definitely in the trial phase but uh i like it more than i thought i was going to considering the iron man elements well it's 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 metallica but they put the kicker in place of the grave marker so yeah yeah so um i enjoyed cool playing guardians that day it's only been the one time but so far um but my my favorite bit in the game is the extra ball animation with star lord yeah so when you play it go watch that thing i like the ball safe one really good oh so great um and the whole time i was like i wonder what it would take to like get michael ricker just to record the proper um like sounding voice (laughs) character for him to do yandu like how do i get you to come and just for one machine because you know like I don't know what the system is called that people do it on, but they put different music and stuff in games. Yeah. Yeah. Which is awesome. And I was like, someone's got to know him well enough, like to get a machine in time where we can have him just record actual good voice call outs for the machine. (laughs) (laughs) Because all that that does for me, aside from number one being funny and then number two being terrible and number three being annoying is make me really wish that Michael Rooker was doing the voice. I know. He would have been the perfect actor to do all the call outs for the game, like the shoot this, shoot that right. type of one. Yeah, I think he would have been perfect because he could have done it sarcastically. He could have done it energetically. I mean, any way that he would have done it, his voice would have been perfect. 
I will take him any way I can get him. Let us just get him on the machine now. Please, thank you. Okay. Someone out there knows Michael Rooker. I'm sure someone out there knows him. It just happened. Or or Bradley Cooper as Rocket would have worked out well, too. So, But Rooker would have been my first pick. Oh, I got... We went to Universal Studios. Is that where that is? Yeah, up on the city walk. Guardians... Where Guardians is the game, the ride. Sorry, in Disney, is it oh, in no. Disney or is it's it at Di- Universal? It's in Disneyland, or is it in the California okay. Adventure? No, it's California Adventure. California Adventure on the okay. old Tower of Terror. I'm, like, I'm forgetting something. Yes. Yeah. So, I used to go on Tower of Terror. I now no longer go on things that drop me straight down. Um, <laughs> But I walked through the line with my mom so that I could go in and look at all the stuff because it's like the collector's room, which was rad. Um, so the, they did an amazing job with like the props kind of stuff in there. And that was really fun. And then she went on the ride. I really want to go on that ride. Uh, I liked it when it was yeah. Twilight Zone. That was cool. But Yeah, I went on Tower of Terror a few times back then. And I, I mean, I kind of miss that whole vibe of it, yeah. but it was still really cool in there. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that was the. I'm glad you got a chance to play that. Um, I can't believe it shipped in that code state. That's crazy. But I understand <laughs> it. I guess I'm not gonna rail on that anymore. Um, yeah. It just is nutty to me. But apparently that's just how it's going to be. So get used to it. At least it's not burning out like node boards or whatever. It'll evolve. And I'm sure. Yeah. So there are worse things that could have been the thing sure. to sell the game without. So, yeah. Um, so there's a couple of other things that went on. Free play Florida happened. Uh, that's where um, most of the guardians footage was coming that front, that and IAPA um, pirates of the Caribbean was there. No real changes yet. So we'll wait to find out more on there. Um, new code released for a game, and this is a fantastic code update. You think I'm going to say The Walking yeah. Dead, and that's true, but Baywatch got new code. How about that? What? Yes. Really? Yeah. Uh, it is a personal fan project, a gift to the community. Um, Tommy's actually testing it out right now, so. Oh, man. I like Baywatch. I do. I think it's a fun game. And the code polish they put on it is going to fix a lot of little issues I've had with it. So I can't wait for that to get out in the wild and just be everywhere because that game deserves it. So. Oh, gosh. It's it's good for six-player dollar games. Yes. Um, Chris Rhodes with Out of, or- out of Order here in town. He has one at Eastside Deli. It's like a new location, and they've got... Uh, he's got a great variety up there. He's got an Embryon, which makes me really happy. So Embryon, Baywatch. It's, yeah, it's a cool spot to play. It's like a local sandwich. They've got a couple other shops. So their food is good. The pins are great. The selection's really good. He also does Blackbird Pizza here. So he's got some great spots and a really good variety of machines. So I was happy to see that. But Chris Rhodes, I'm going to be messaging you as soon as we're done recording, asking you to yeah. update the code on Baywatch. Get that Baywatch yeah. update. Yeah, it, it fixes some <laughs> bugs. It balances some scoring. Um, it makes it a little bit more competition friendly. So all good stuff. Excellent. Um, 
Yay. Yeah, and as mentioned, Walking Dead got an update, and it's a good one. It it looks like it may be the final pass on that game, and it's just uh, some score balances and some fixes and stuff. So made a nice. good game better there. Happy to see that. Um, Excellent. The uh, did you see that Scott Denisi is getting the TNA soundtrack together? Yes, on cassette tape. Yep. I, think that's I so love cool. him so much. I, Scott, I don't know you, but you speak to me. Uh, like, and no one has a game here in town yet. I want to play it so bad. I know. Like, it's gorgeous, and the soundtrack is amazing. And even when it was just the Whitewood, I just wanted to lay hands on that game. It looks like so much fun. It is a, it is um, a lot of fun. So I'm I, really hopeful that we'll get one here in town. I mean, if one doesn't pop up around here, I'm considering it myself um i'd love to have one it's it's a lot of fun it'd be such a great game to have in league for rotation too because it is built for competition it's so good yeah um yeah everything that comes out surrounding that project it just is so positive and fun and i don't know like it's all it is like one of those true love letter to the community type of projects i i i would love to be able to have one and support it Hoping one shows up around here soon. I mean, we see a lot of new games um, around here and on location, but that one is yet to make it. So um, that's good news. There was a little bit of a bummer news that broke today. Um, So the Pinball Outreach Project announced that they're closing their Portland headquarters. Did, Did you see that? I did see that. It's super sad. It's a bummer. And, um, it's not the end of Pinball Outreach Project. They're still going to be around. They're going to do awesome stuff. But just right. financially, it became no longer viable to hold that location that's in Portland. Um, Which is so unfortunate. Like yeah. the mix of games that they have there, like there's nothing else like that in town. You know, like such a high concentration of solid states and EMs and things like that. You'll find them scattered right. places. But in terms of being able to go to one spot to have that kind of variety in that era of games, it's really sad to see it go. Um, they do really good work. Nicole's done a lot for the community and they're still going to continue to bring pinball machines to children's hospitals and do um, some of the charitable side of things that they were doing. They're just not going to have the location. So um, definitely encourage everyone to still, donate to pop especially now that they're not going to be taking um money in in the form of tokens that people buy right at the actual right. space so um it's important for us to support them kind of more than ever now that they're not going to have that storefront visibility yeah and that's that's a charity that um we've supported through the podcast before um the little challenge i did with taylor uh that he beat me on with the attack from mars um, that went to pinball outreach project. Uh, it's a fantastic charity and it's one of the charities that they, they do it all in the right way. So it's a setback and who knows what the future will bring for them. But, um, it's really kind of crazy cause I just couldn't get myself to press publish on this article. I started writing until I saw what went on with them today. And it just kind of rounded out this piece I was writing. And it sounds like a joke when I say it. It is something I've kind of been distressed about. Um, and the, the the headline of the article I wrote is called Pinball Has Been Gentrified. 
And what I mean by that, you'll have to kind of read the article to get it because I'm going to do a really bad job of explaining it now. But um, there's an element of pinball that, that dominates the majority of online discussion that dominates the direction of where money is going in pinball, um, whether it's new pinball or, or products in pinball, that um, has pushed out some of the stuff in pinball that I think kind of gave pinball its soul. Um, in the article, I talk about how there's plenty of money for chrome-plated legs, uh, visual-impairing mods, um, purple GI, um, alternate translites that clash with the game's art, but there's not enough money to support something like Pinball Art Reach Project. I think it says a lot about what's happening to the hobby, and it's it's a bummer. Um, the article, it, it's a lot more. I it And I admit in the article, it comes down to a lot. It, it sounds a lot like old man yelling, get off my lawn, because it does talk a lot about the pinball player versus the pinball collector. Not that having a collection is bad, but if you're collecting to have rather than collecting to play, then I kind of have an issue with the way you approach this hobby. Um, and so just seeing that news came out, um, I went ahead and finished the article. It's still not live. I'm going to edit it and then put it live tonight. But um, yeah, man, I the good, the good elements of pinball will never die. You'll always have the player. You'll always have the restorationist. Um, and there'll always be some portion of people who are willing to hop onto a forum and talk about strategy for an old EM. But anymore, it's, it's getting harder and harder to find that. And who knows if the trend will pass um, and, and pinball goes back to being more of a uh, smaller community feel. Um, I love new people coming to the hobby. I work to get new people into the hobby, but um, it's a bummer that the dominant voice in the hobby is less concerned about the actual playing of pinball and supporting the good things in pinball rather than kind of self-serving look at me, 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 me type of stuff. So sorry to go bummer with that right now, but it really bummed me out to see them have to close that location. Um, it, it like legit you made me sad. live here and play there. Yeah. It's definitely the community has been coming out and, um, on the Portland pinball kind of Facebook group, a lot of people have been talking about it and it's super unfortunate. Um, you know, they, we still have kind of, uh, gosh, a couple weeks, I think before. So I'm going to make an effort to be there kind of as much as I can and, um, you know, get some other people out there to play some games and send them off uh, with some money in their pocket, hopefully. Yeah. And like I said, but they're still going to be doing great stuff. Glad to see it go. But Always. Yeah, they do very good things. It's They're an important part of the community. Yes. And, um, they're still going to continue to do great things. And maybe, who knows, down the line, we'll, there'll be another space that they can go into that fits the money situation a little bit better. I hope so. Um, but have to thank them for everything that they've done. And, um, you know, I've had some fundraising efforts for them too, and it's something that I'm going to continue to support in any way that I can. Yeah. But Just maybe in the next year or so, um, save the money to clear coat your uh, 
cabinet and instead send a few bucks their way. Like it has an impact. It's, it's an important thing to have in our hobby to have people like that be supported. Um, I, I truly believe that. So anyway, good, Definitely. good luck to them. We know they're going to be around, um, but you know, hopefully they can find out something else. Um, a, a, another way of making pinball physically approachable in that way. So, but sure. Very yeah, cool uh, place. And you know, there's still time to donate to them for this year. If, if you want um, to get it in for, you know, this year's taxes, if that's a consideration or whatever, do it. So, but anyway yeah um yeah greg and nicole thanks for all that you've done with that and obviously what you'll continue to do we know you'll be around so yeah and all the great volunteers who helped out there thank you so much for all the time that you've spent and uh you know it's it's something that wouldn't be able to happen with all the people that were helping out and volunteering and definitely um you know for nicole for running the whole the whole deal it's a lot of work i'm sure and labor of love but um it's been a great thing so yeah i mean it's literally her full-time job she devotes every day to it so it's cool um i have one of their stickers on my toolbox so (laughs) excellent um that's a bummer i'm sorry and I say it to the end, but I do have one thing that you will like. Okay. Um, that we have a pinball popcorn after this to stay tuned for. Okay. And nice. I'm going to spoil what it is, but I'm not going to let you listen to it right now. You have to wait till it goes live. Um, it's based. Is it baby? It is. Ba- say it. Say <gasps> it. Baby driver. Baby driver. Yes. Yeah. Pinball popcorn. Baby driver from Joe Zinkas. Oh, man. Christmas came early. Um, thanks again, Nifty LED. Um, if you're looking for a pinball bulb that feels great in the hand, nice balanced weight to it, you won't drop them all, all over the place like you do with other LED brands. Nifty LED has the balanced LED that's got you covered. Feels great in the hand. Looks great in the game. Wait, I thought that was Swords. That's right. Sorry. Oh, that was niftyswords.com. Oh. oh. Well, this is awkward. Oh, we weren't supposed to let Nifty at LED know we'd been picked up by Nifty Swords. Um, (laughs) Well, cat's out of bag. Niftyswords.com, niftyled.com. They both have their pluses. And one of them has some minuses. I wonder if Nifty Swords actually exists. Uh, we can be directing traffic their way. Well, it, so, we make, yeah, uh, before we put that live, let's see what happens. Here. <laughs> uh, site cannot be found. I probably I should register that because think of the traffic that probably would generate. Right? All the fives of people who will go on over there. Who doesn't like a nifty um, sword? <laughs> oh, boy. Um, I will be going to San Francisco in two weeks less than cool. two weeks for city champ over at free gold watch so gonna oh, stay with my friend sean nice. who operates down there yeah. and has a sweet collection of pins oh my gosh they're so good um and then get to spend a nice weekend 
uh, getting my ass handed to me by some amazing players. So I'm really looking forward to it. But Tournament's so much fun. You'll get some cool pictures because Gene will be there taking awesome shots, I'm sure. So mm-hmm. I'm sure. So yeah, really, really excited for that. It's going to be a whirlwind weekend. I literally leave from work on Friday to the airport and I get back Sunday night. Start working on Monday morning. <laughs> Don't run yourself like just completely out of gas. So I'm trying. <laughs> Come back victorious. Get go win this thing. All right. Well, I'll at least win some dollar games while I'm, d- while I'm down there. How's that? Are you going to be playing in the Oregon SES? No. Because <laughs> I know there's like a million people there. I don't know. Nope. Yeah, I um, completely. No, I completely gave up on um, playing tournaments yeah. or looking at my rank after I got into the top thousand because that was my goal. Once I did that, I'm like, okay, good. And I have had no desire to go look at it again. Plus, I haven't been playing anything, so all that stuff's doing is falling off. Yeah, that's um, fine. I don't really have anything like new to add into it. Aside from like Seattle Pinball League, I don't know what the points with that look like, um, but I do know that there's something that's associated with that. And I'm going to continue to do like the big events that are fun for me to do. But competitive pinball here hasn't been fun for me for a while in terms of like the weekly tournaments. So I haven't been doing them. I've just been tournament directing for Battle of the Bells. um, And that's about it i'm talking about doing another critical hit um but match play style with jake over at c bar so that's kind of in the works but um right now there's just a lot on my plate and i was starting to feel like the weekly tournaments were an obligation whereas when i started playing them i was really excited about them and it at some point turned to i have to go to the weekly today and i don't I don't like how that felt. So I decided that it was time to just step back from that for a while and maybe see um, if I could get a renewed appreciation for it down the line or just find out that that's not the thing that I'm enjoying anymore. And I used to love it, but um, yeah, just some different priorities for me in terms of my time and being more selective about the pinball events that I want to be part of. So I will... Uh, continue to do Pinburg city champ is super fun. Um, so I'd like to keep doing that one. It's a good time to see my friends in San Francisco. Um, and then the Northwest pinball arcade show. Um, did you meet, did you say Denver, um, Rocky mountain pinball showdown? Yes. I said Tacoma Northwest pinball arcade show. So can shows just stop scheduling on the same weekends, please. Thank you. Yeah. There are a lot of weekends in the year, like a lot of them. <laughs> and there's a lot of unused ones. Uh, do we know if Denver's going to yeah. conflict with Northwest again? I mean, probably. I hope not, because it would conflicted with Northwest and Southern Fried Game Room Expo, and everybody complained about a lack of um, vendors and stuff because they were sp- or guests because they were spread across three. Okay. Yeah, so so we'll be out at yeah. Denver. Yeah, I'll I'll yeah. T- so Tacoma is a really easy drive for me from here. So I, I recommend that you just kind of adjust your plans accordingly. All right. Yeah, I'll do that. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. High notes. 
come out to Flip Flip Ding Ding on Friday for Seattle Pinball Prom. That's going to be fun. Uh, even if you can't play in it, come. There's going to be excellent raffle stuff. Buy some tickets. Get all fancy. Yes. I like that. Support the, the animals. Yeah. Support the animals and the people who go rescue them and, you know, save them from hurricane zones or kill shelters. Um, um, it's best friends, Animal Society, right? Yes. And I will um, share the link for donations if you can't be there um, so that they kind of fall under the Pinball Prom banner and we're combining our donation power um, and get that all over to them. I'm really excited to continue to be able to do that. I wanted to do one in Seattle um, and the reaction was good. Um, but now half the people are like, wait, can you do it uh, in the spring? <laughs> like spring because we can't get time off for the holidays. And then there was also a huge group of people that's like, we already took time off. I'm like, okay, I'm not going to punish one group or another. So um, we'll be doing this one. And then I'm also planning one there in the spring. That'll be um, maybe like a themed prom or something that'll be appropriate um, for the time of year. That's cool. Um, That's an awesome charity. They have like their big giant, um, I don't know what you'd call it. Like they're really big rescue place where they have horses and rabbits and birds and cats and dogs and um, pigs down in Southern Utah. And the place is absolutely incredible. We went and toured it last spring. Um, They put forth such an amazing effort down there um, to rescue all these animals and the amount of work that they do for dogs, cats. It goes well beyond just dogs and cats um it's pretty impressive and the people like super 100 percent believe in what they're doing it's not just a job for them and uh it's it's a charity that we support regularly so it's cool that you're tied into that excellent so come visit yeah. well that's that's about five and a half hours from my house so if you went and visit that it'd be like my oregon trip where you would be in the States, <laughs> but nowhere near me. But it actually is an amazing place. Right. Um, people can look that up online, I guess. So. Anyway. Yeah, I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll post the link to our Facebook page for the donations and more information about Best Friends. Got it. Anything else? Um, I think don't think so. That's it. Okay. No. Good to have you back. Good to be back. All right. Um, Good to have you back. Glad you yeah. didn't um, go into an uncontrollable coughing fit while we were recording. Good job. I did mute it a few times, and I don't think you ever knew. So, I <clears throat> I didn't. I tuned you out anyway, though. So I tuned me out too. Um, anyway, <laughs> stay tuned for the Baby Driver Pinball Popcorn and NiftySwords.com. Bye. Thanks, Jeff. Yeah. Bye. Bye. Now, time for Pinball Popcorn. Thank you very much, ladies and gentlemen. Right now, I got to tell you about the fabulous, most groovy, Bells and Chimes. Bells and Chimes. Bells and tribes. Bells and tribes.
Are they in PDX? What's his deal? Baby? Full cut, same as everyone. Nah, Doc. I mean, is he, uh, retarded? Retarded means slow. Did he play pinball slow? No. Then you don't sound the retarded to me. He's a good kid and devil behind the pinball machine. What the hell else more do you need to know? So you don't think that there's something wrong with him? Just not saying anything. There's nothing wrong with a little quiet. You know why they call him Baby, right? Baby Pac-Man Pinball was the first one he ever played. What's it matter to you? Just think that he thinks he's better than us. He wants to sit there and keep his white shirt clean while the rest of us, we roll in the dirt. Wiping down play fields. One of these days, baby, you're gonna get carbon on your hands. And you're gonna find out that that shit don't wash off in the sink. Relax. The kid did his job, all right? I ever say that the kid wasn't great at his job? Nah. I think he's a star. More fast approaching the day when you will be all paid up. One more job and I'm done. One more job and we're straight. Sound good? I'm gonna need you behind the pinball again real soon. You call him there? Meet your new crew. Over here is Eddie No-No's, formerly- New old stock. Well, what happened? Don't ask me that. That's a no-no's no-no, page one. And right here is JD. He put the Asian in home invasion. Stealing pinballs right out of people's homes. And over there is the one and the only Batman 66. No need for intros, Doc. Everybody from the jungle to the trap, no bats. It's your boy, right? This one who say listen to the music all the time? The pinball player. It's supposed to be the eyes and the ears. Not just the eye. Why is he listening to music all the time, Doc? He's got mental problems. No, no, no. I'm the one who got the mental problems in the crew. He's got tinnitus. He had an accident when he was a kid. He's still got a hum in the drum. Plays music to drown it out. Your tattoo says hat? Yeah. It used to say Theater of Magic. But increase my chances of him. Winning a tournament, I got the rest of the letters removed. How's that working out for you? Who doesn't like hats? You don't look happy to see me. Why? I said we were straight, but did you think we were done? That that was it? Uh, I guess I did. Well, I could give you the good news and the bad news. Except there is no bad news. The good news is you're about to make a lot of money. And the good news is you're about to make a lot of money. I got, I got a job, Doc. Yeah, but why slave away delivering good fellas pizzas just to afford a night out here? When you could make all that dough with a great fella, me. And then take your gal here for dinner every night of the week. You paid off your debt. Now it's time to profit. This is the fun bit, baby. By the time this job is over, you'll be rolling in money. Buying Big Bang bars. And feeding your gal catfish dipped in gold. So what do you say? You in? No, no. You know I never do a job with the exact same crew twice, right? Yes. And you also know you've been my pinball player for every job since we met. Yes. So I'm of the thinking that you are my lucky charm. And that I'm not doing this job without you. Now, I don't think I need to give you this feature about what happens when you say no, how I could break your legs and kill everyone you love, because you already know that, don't you? Yeah. So what's it gonna be? Behind the pinball? Or in a wheelchair? The first one. I'll pick you up in the morning. I used to go to arcades play pinball. Played all night. I used to have my special tape. that had my killer track on it. Get me flying. You got one of those? Sure. Well, what is it? 
Rotten Rock. What? Queen? <laughs> yeah, it's got that crazy big guitar solo in it. I know that song. My brother used to play Sheer Heart Attack right through the wall. You got it on here? I got it on this one. Play it. Let's hear that killer track. What you ladies listen to? Queen. 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 Streisand, now Queen. What y'all gonna do? Y'all gonna belt out show tunes on the way to the job? You don't need a score for a score. You just hit the damn flipper buttons and get the high score. It's all the music you need, folks. Come on now. You never been in a tournament? You never had a lucky song. I got enough demons right here playing music all the time. Yeah, well, that I believe. Had a buddy once walk away from a job. You know why? Because something was playing on the radio he didn't like. We about to go in, he won't get out the fucking car. Why? Because Pinball Wizard was playing on the FM. Called it a hex song. Bananas. Flippers. Bananas. Flippers. It's a code word. Whenever a deal is done with one of my clients, they call me on the phone and they say the word banana. Flippers. And then they hang up. I did not hear the word banana flippers tonight. So you tell me who died. Well, your contacts was cops, Doc. I know. They were my cops. Why don't you play us something, baby? Was he slow? No, no, good, 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 I thought... I thought I told you to run. The tournament. Go. I'll deal with the cops. That's not the cops. Here it is, baby. Your killer track.